are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan Red, here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what is good? Okay, so episode number 94. Five. Here we go, and we have five more weeks, of course, until our 100th episode. So, like we've said many times on the show previously, so the the 100th episode or centennial episode is actually going to be happening in the new year in 2019, and I think it's actually going to be happening during the first week of January. I'm not exactly sure, but I think that is correct. So if that is the case, please do mark it down in your calendars because it is going to be one heck of an episode and uh, filled with so many surprises. And of course, of course, we are going to be doing a lot of celebrations. So that's all good. So make sure you mark it down in your calendars. Episode number 100 is coming up in five weeks. Okay. Now, okay, so when it comes to combat sports right now, guys, I'm so excited, especially as of now, because obviously, like I told you guys, December is almost upon us. And when it comes to the end of the year, especially when we're approaching the month of December, it is a phenomenal time in terms of combat sports, because not only do we have great MMA cards happening, we also have great boxing, uh, boxing fights happening at the same time. And beginning with this upcoming weekend, of course... The wait is over. The biggest boxing fight of the year is almost here. And of course, I'm talking about the heavyweight championship fight between the current WBC heavyweight champion, Deontay Wilder, and the former heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury. So the two are finally about to fight this upcoming weekend on Saturday night, December 1st. And man, it is going to be one heck of a fight and of course yeah you guessed it right today we're going to be talking about it in thorough detail and breaking it down in thorough detail so that's all good make sure you stay tuned for that and then not only that we also have other fight cards happening on the same night so i'm just going to briefly talk about this other boxing fight that is happening on the same time actually so we we actually have another boxing bout happening in quebec on december 1st but it's actually going to be headlined by um a fight between the current uh, light heavyweight champion of the world who is the one and only Adonis Stevenson so he's actually Canadian and um, you know we're all proud of him because he's doing great things and I think the last time that he fought he, he actually fought in Toronto I think it was in either March or April but it, yeah so he was actually fighting a very good fight and so this upcoming fight is actually no exception so if you can definitely do watch Adonis Stevenson's fight as well now, the thing is, I'm not exactly sure if it is actually going to be broadcasted on TV because this whole Tyson Fury and Deontay Walter fight is also happening. So I'm not exactly sure if they're actually going to televise Steven, um, Adonis Stevenson's fight in Quebec. But make sure you guys double check because Adonis Stevenson, like I said, is a phenomenal boxer. And there's, there's a reason why he's the current lightweight champion of the world. 
And so make sure you watch his fight as well. So that's the second fight card that is happening on December 1st. The last fight card, or at least the most important fight card that is happening on the same night is of course UFC Fight Night in Adelaide, Australia. And it's actually featuring a lot of um, talented fighters from the Australia and New Zealand regions. And actually, it's going to be headlined by a great heavyweight bout between Junior Dos Santos and Tai uh, Tuivasa. And it's going to be great. I definitely can't promise you that. Some of the other fights that are actually happening on this same card are between, um, I think he's from Australia. Yes, he is from Australia. I, I just wasn't sure if he, he's from New Zealand or Australia, but Tyson Pedro is also fighting as the co-main event of this UFC Adelaide card. And he's facing off against the one and only, the legendary Shogun Rua. So I think Shogun has been in the game for about at least two decades now. And um, if you have been um, catching up with MMA ever since the early days, you probably know who Shogun Rua is and how dangerous of a knockout artist he actually is. I mean, yes, you could say, you could argue that he's not really at his prime anymore. But when you bring up the name Shogun Rua, man... You definitely know your real OG MMA, okay? You actually do know your MMA history. So there's that. And then the third last fight that is happening on this UFC Adelaide card is, of course, a fight between Mark Hunt and Justin Willis. So Mark Hunt is also from um, New Zealand. And who doesn't know Mark Hunt, especially when you're talking about MMA in um, uh, Australia and New Zealand. So Mark Hunt, he used to be in... um, kickboxing and then he made that transition to MMA and then you uh, probably know him from those early days at at the Japanese organization Pride, Pride Fighting and uh, you know the when I think about the good old days of MMA you definitely do think about Mark Hunt and what he has accomplished um, throughout the whole sport so good for him he's also fighting man this whole fight card is going to be phenomenal so definitely do make sure that you I mean, not saying that you should ignore any of the other fight cards, any of the other boxing fight cards that I told you about. Please do not do that. If you can, if you have the ability, do watch all of these fights at the same time. I know it's kind of tedious and, you know, it's just by itself, it's just really hard to find different devices to watch all of these fights on. And, you know, it could be hard for some people to pay for all the pay-per-views and, you know, all of that stuff. I do understand that. But then if you do have the chance, please do watch all of these fights because they're definitely worth it. And there's a lot of talent that is actually stacked in all of these cards that I just told you about. So make sure that you watch them all if you can. All right. So that's actually what we have lined up for today, man. So we'll see <laughs> how far we get because you guys know me. I talk a lot, especially when I really get passionate about breaking down a certain fight, which I think is actually going to be the case for the Deontay Walter and Tyson Fury fight. But we'll see how far we get. Hopefully, we have time to at least briefly preview and break down um, all of the fights that I just talked about. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay, so... Actually, before we get started with the breakdowns, I just want to briefly talk about um, the the new Creed movie that is out in the, in the, in the theaters right now. So... 
Listen, we have not been paid by Steven Stallone or what? Steven Stallone, man, what am I on? Okay, no, it's Sylvester Stallone or Michael B. Jordan. Okay, we have not been paid by any members of the cast of the new Creed movie. I'm just telling you this out of out of personal interest because I feel like if you're a combat sports fan, if, even if you're a casual, even boxing fan, then you should definitely go out and watch this movie because it's just a very touching movie and especially if you if you are already familiar with all the previous Rocky movies and especially if you watch the first Creed movie then you probably know how good this one is going to be and actually I haven't watched it myself yet but trust me after exam period I'm definitely going to get into the theater and watch it for like right away okay I'm definitely going to do that but from the people that have actually watched the movie I've heard nothing but great things about it and I've actually heard that you will definitely definitely cry after watching this movie which I think is a good thing because um, you know I would say all of the Rocky movies all the previous movies that have been in the in the same storyline I would say they've all been emotional and yeah so I would say they they highlight all the important things that you need to you need to have in, in combat sports, you know, it's all about that background story and everything everything that goes into you as a fighter and you know, especially in the in the case of Creed, like Adonis Creed, Apollo Creed's son, who is obviously the, the main artist of this whole movie yeah he has everything that a fighter needs to have he has that touching backstory and you know he has the athleticism and everything so it all comes down to him being able to manage and balance all those things that he's dealing with you know the loss of his father the the rough childhood that he had and uh, you know uh, all the things with Rocky himself and um, his girlfriend I think he actually has a baby this time in this movie or you know everything that he has to deal with is all about that that balancing and that management of all the things that he has to deal with and how as a fighter he's able to put those things behind him to perhaps even motivate him to actually go into the ring and fight whoever opponent he has in front of him so Shout out to Adonis Creed, I guess. And um, like I said, if you do have the have the time and the chance to actually get into the theater and watch this new Creed movie, definitely do it. I, I yeah, I mean, like I said, just out of personal interest, I would say it's gonna be a really good movie. If you haven't already watched it, definitely get into the theater and watch it. Yeah, why not? All right, so there's that, and now I think we can actually get started with the real fight breakdowns. All right, so now, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay, here we go. Okay, actually, a fun fact for y'all. So on this day, the day that we are recording this episode, Tyson Fury defeated Vladimir Klitschko, which let him obtain all the heavyweight belts that were actually available at the time the ones that Vladimir Klitschko had at the time and by defeating Vladimir Klitschko Tyson Fury then became the heavyweight champion of the world and this is really interesting because this was I think back in 2015 if I'm not mistaken and then look at where uh, Tyson Fury is right now so I'm just going to give you guys a brief background about Tyson Fury so 
you know, he's actually not a very old guy, even though you might look at him and not really think that he's actually 28, 29 years old. Well, that's actually how old he <laughs> he really is, even though you would never guess in a million years. If you look at him, you would never guess his actual age. Anyhow, so as you can think and, um, you know, imagine when Tyson Fury actually started fighting, he was really young. But even at that young age, he was such a talented fighter. And everybody who was put in front of him, he was able to just just go around and actually beat and dominate over, which is a great thing, especially when you're talking about doing professional boxing at such a young age. So we're talking about like five, six, seven years ago <laughs> where Tyson Fury was actually like 21, 22 years old. And this is actually huge. So for Tyson Fury to, to beat all the people that he's actually beat in his whole life and for him to beat Vladimir Klitschko, who was the champion at the time, the way that he did was a pretty phenomenal thing. And actually, I was listening to this interview that Tyson Fury did, and he was saying that that was his whole goal as a professional boxer. All he ever wanted to do as a professional boxer was to go out there and beat Vladimir Klitschko. And so on this day in 2015, when he actually did beat Vladimir Klitschko, his whole life mission was accomplished. And so what he actually does say in his interviews, what Tyson Fury does say in his interviews is that after he beat, beat Klitschko and became the champion of the world, he had nothing else to, to work for and nothing else to be motivated about. So what actually happened with Tyson Fury, so Tyson Fury actually has a very sad story about him. And so what happened after he beat Klitschko was that he he actually acquired severe depression because he did not really know what he actually wanted to do next. And even though he was on top of the world, he was he had beat the best guy out there, the, the heavyweight champion of the world. And he had become the champion himself and he had everything that he could possibly ask for. He had money. He had power. And like I said, everything, everything that I can possibly ask for as a boxer, he had everything, but then he still had depression. And then, as you can imagine, that led to, that just um, was uh, featured by a whole bunch of consequences. So Tyson Fury actually got into doing drugs and he was heavily addicted to cocaine. And so because of that, it wasn't really long after that fight that he had against Klitschko that he was actually stripped of all of the belts that he had and he wasn't the champion anymore. And as you can imagine, that can only worsen your depression. And it's almost like a positive feedback because you're already feeling all these negativities and all of this bad energy. And then after they do that to you, obviously it's gonna get worse. It can only get worse. And so because of that, Tyson Fury gained a tremendous amount of weight because he wasn't really taking care of himself. and. You know, he was just doing more and more damage to himself. And again, remember, Tyson Fury has never been beaten in his whole professional career. He's actually undefeated as of now. But you can see that he was actually being defeated outside the ring. And it's really, really heartbreaking. But the best thing about it is, actually, in this interview that he did, what he did say was that one day he just sat down and he prayed and he was crying. And then it was at that 
decisive moment that he's told himself that he wants to get back to what he was doing and that he wants to bounce back and that this depression has nothing on him anymore. And so without even taking any medications or anything, he was able to treat his own depression and treat his, like, improve his own mentality just by him wanting to get better. And this is really, really empowering. I don't know about you guys, but this is super empowering because we're talking about a man who had everything and then everything was actually taken from him. So he was at the lowest of the low. And then it wasn't until the moment that he actually wanted to make change in his own life himself. And then after he decided to do that, then obviously he got back to the gym. He switched camps. He himself wanted to get better. And that's exactly what happened. So he started losing weight. He asked his manager and promoter, uh, Frank Warren, to give him more and more warm-up fights so that he can actually get ready to get back into the big scene and for him to, to regain all of the belts that he, has, he had actually lost previously. And so that is actually what he did. He's had about two fights, I believe, ever since his um, um, absence from the boxing scene, which is great. And, you know, uh, it, it would be sensical to say that, you know, he, he actually did look a bit rusty, especially in his first fight that he had, the first combat fight that he actually had, which tef definitely does make sense because ring rust is a real thing, is a real phenomenon. So, so for him to actually make that bounce back, you know, it was it was a natural thing, but then he was obviously getting better and better one fight after another. And finally, he finally got the fight that he was actually asking for. And now he can actually have a chance at getting back at least one of his heavyweight belts, which is the WBC heavyweight belt. And um, the belt, like I said, is currently being held by the current WBC heavyweight champion, Deontay Wilder. And so as you can imagine, <laughs> this fight is going to be one heck of a fight because of all the things that I just said about Tyson Fury. And honestly, I think it would be fair to also talk about Deontay Wilder. So Deontay Wilder comes from a small town in Alabama and he himself as well is also undefeated. And uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I don't know much about, um, you know, his childhood or, you know, how he was brought up or all of that stuff. I don't really know much about his um, family history and, you know, things like that. But I, what I can tell you is the way he fights in the ring. And there have been times in the ring that he was actually almost beat. He was he was almost beat by his opponent. And um, you could say that if the fight actually did go the full distance, he would lose by decision because he was performing so bad. But then he would actually make that comeback and he would actually bounce back and score a phenomenal knockout that you've never seen in your life. And that is how Deontay Wilder has actually shown heart in all of the fights that he's actually had to date. So as you can imagine, we have two genuine boxers and just human beings going at it this upcoming Saturday on December 1st for the WBC heavyweight champion of the world championship of the world and I'm gonna tell you this I'm I don't know who's gonna win because this statistically speaking you it would be sensical to say that Deontay Wilder could actually take this fight because of you know like I said all the bounce back that he's actually had in in each uh, each and every one of his fights 
you know, you could be seeing him not doing so well, but then you never really know what's going to happen the moment after because he could always swing back at you and he could actually score a knockout right at you. So because of that, it's really risky and um, you can't really make a real prediction because of that factor. But then at the same time, you know, the fact that Tyson Fury went through all the things that he did go through outside of the ring, you know, it could give him a mental advantage. And, uh, you know, even even if he could be losing in the fights, he could still have that strong mentality that is telling him to to keep on pushing and to keep on going because you know you never really know until you actually end something and you actually accomplish something you don't really know unless you actually put an effort so because of that i would say because of his mentality his strong mentality and all the work and motivation that you know he has actually put into this whole fight cam of his i would say tyson fury has that mental advantage but then for deontay wilder as well in terms of technicality, maybe he could be in a bit of more advantage. But again, like I said, I cannot give you a prediction for this fight because I just don't know who's going to win because you don't know with what mindset each, each guy is actually going to walk into the ring and uh, you just you just don't know. And that is actually why this fight is going to be so exciting because of that uncertainty because you don't know until you know. I think that's actually a push a T verse. You don't know until you know or something. I don't know. But I hope that actually made sense. And like I said, definitely do watch this fight on Saturday night. It is going to be epic. And regardless of who wins this fight, I bet it is going it is going to be a fight that will actually go down in history. So once again, December 1st, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder for the WBC Heavyweight Champion of the World, Championship of the World. All right, so there's that. And uh, okay, I think I would actually have time to break down the main event of UFC Fight Night in Australia. So let's do it. Yeah, why not? Okay, so like I said... The main event of this fight card is going to be between Junior Dos Santos, who is actually one of my all-time favorites when it comes to um, heavyweight fighters in, um, in the whole, I would say, in the whole sport of MMA. Junior Dos Santos, for some reason, is, has always been one of my favorites, even though, yes, he's had his own ups and downs and, you know, all those things. For some reason, maybe it's his personality or whatever it is, he has that X factor that I've always been really, really... Um, um, interested in so because of that he's one of my favorite fighters and so he's going to be fighting against Tai Tuivasa who is actually a Australian native so good for him and this fight is actually going to be a very tough one for Junior Dos Santos because as of recently especially with the fights that Tai Tuivasa that has actually carried out he has shown that he is not the type of fighter to be underestimated because he is obviously he's a heavyweight so i can almost guarantee that every single shot that he throws is going to be a nasty and powerful one so because of that i would say whoever faces off against him always needs to keep an eye out for that one shot that could be the end of everything so because of that tai tuivasa is a very dangerous fighter especially when it uh, comes to just striking with him so junior dos santos needs to really really be cautious about that and especially i i really say that i really emphasize that because junior dos santos especially in the past few fights that he's had 
We've seen his chin and I mean, okay, Junior Dos Santos has actually been in the game for a while, I would say at least 10 years, which is actually quite a long time. And he has actually received a lot of blows to the head. And I don't know about you guys, but when you do receive blows to the head, especially from heavyweights, especially at the rate that Junior Dos Santos has actually received those blows, man, I, I mean, I would I would develop a weak chin as well. So because of that, Junior Dos Santos's chin is really susceptible to heavy shots. And I'm actually kind of scared for him in this case for this particular fight against Ty. But, you know, man, I just really want Junior Dos Santos to, to fight smart in this particular fight. So, obviously, it would not be sensical for him to come out and just want to strike with Tai Tuivasa because, you know, there's a high chance that he could possibly get knocked out. So, yeah, like the logical thing for him would, uh, would be to, if he can, go to wrestling and then try to take him down. So that when he's actually when Ty is actually taken down, obviously he's not really able to throw those strike strikes of his anymore, and he's almost you could say neutralized when he's taken to the ground. However, Junior Dos Santos still needs to watch out for that because there's always a chance for for um, even the people who are on their back on the ground in the non-dominant position on the ground, there's still a chance for them to throw strikes towards you and you, again, you never really know how powerful those shots are going to be, so you still have to watch out for those. So overall speaking, because of the fact that this fight is going to be a very challenging one, I would say actually for Ty Tuivasa too because, listen, Junior Dos Santos, like I said, he's been in the game for such a long time. He's He's got so much experience in the game. And because of that, you know, just experience-wise, sometimes when somebody is really experienced, they might just pull something out of their pocket that you've never really seen before. And they've only acquired that tool just through experience. And so because of that, if, especially if the fight does go the full distance, Junior Dos Santos could show some, uh, some advantage in regards to that. So because of that, I would say Tai Tuivasani really needs to watch out for that. And so like I said, this fight is going to be really exciting to watch because of the fact that it's going to be challenging for both of these guys. And again, I cannot give you a prediction, even though, I mean, I could give you a generic, generic one, but it's not going to be as exciting. So I would just prefer to let you guys watch the fight for yourselves and you know, just just hit me up on Twitter at Jnon. Let me know what you think about this fight. And also the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight. Yeah, let me know what you think. And uh, hopefully we're going to be witnessing a night full of violence and entertainment. And uh, I'm talking about both the boxing fights and this UFC Adelaide card. It's going to be epic, especially with the fighters that are going to be featured on both of these fight cards. So like I said, Mark Hunt is going to be fighting on this UFC Australia card. And so is um, Tyson Pedro. So as you can imagine, it's, things are going to get wild, man. And uh, also for the boxing fights, uh, for the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fights, I'm not sure if I already mentioned this, but also another heavyweight contender, top contender, is going to be fighting on the undercard of this uh, Fury and Wilder card. And I'm talking about the one and only Luis Ortiz. Now, Luis Ortiz is also one of my all-time favorites for some reason. I don't know why. But he is going to be fighting on this undercard. And um, rumor has it that if 
like whoever wins this fight against Tyson Fury and Wilder, if for some reason negotiations cannot be made between the winner of this fight and um, uh, the camp of Anthony Joshua. So Anthony Joshua is the other heavyweight champion who has all, all of the other belts. Whoever wins this Tyson Fury and Deontay Walter card is actually thought to fight Anthony Joshua. But if for some reason that fight is not going to happen, then the winner of the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight is more likely to fight Luis Ortiz, given that Luis Ortiz actually scores a win and a W for himself on December 1st. So having said all of those things, make sure you catch up with all of the fights, if you can, if you can, okay? <laughs> Make sure you catch up with all the fights that I just talked about, especially this Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fights. It is going to be wild and epic and violent and filled with so much entertainment. So make sure you catch up with all those. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're gonna have for this week. Um, and you already know, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.